Hi and welcome to Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast of movie trivia. Normally at this stage of the show I'll tell you what films I'm talking about and there are, I can do that, they are Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade and Indiana Jones and The Crystal Skulls. What I would then normally do is go into uh, details of box office numbers, release dates and go into the cast a bit more, give you a bit more info on that. However, I come across some rather interesting things about the character of Indiana Jones, which I thought I would go through first, and I might get to some of the uh, more nitty-gritty and uh, detailed points about box office numbers and everything else later in the show. But I thought we could start off with a little bit of a character analysis, and that is that of Indiana Jones himself. As we all know, Indiana Jones is portrayed by Harrison Ford. But I didn't realise that he was he has also been portrayed by uh, River Phoenix as a younger version. And I think that was in The Last Crusade. He has also appeared in a TV show, The Young Indiana Jones. And he was he has been played by Corey Carey, uh, Sean Patrick Fellaini. And these are the much younger Indiana Jones. I mean, Corey was portraying Indiana Jones from the ages of 8 till 10 while Sean Patrick Finley was the ages, the teenage years from 16 to 21. The character Indiana Jones has also been voiced in animation TV by Doug Lee and David Osh with John Armstrong. Indiana Jones's real name, full name, is actually Henry Walton Jones Jr. He has the nickname, as we know, of Indy and also the nickname Junior, which is more prevalent in The Last Crusade, which I'll be talking to you about in a second. He has a couple of um, titles. They are Doctor with a PhD, Captain, and this was for the Belgium Army during World War One, and Colonel in the United States Army for World War Two. His occupation has varied from being a US Army officer to a historian and a linguin, lin, linguist, linguist, linguistist. Uh, you know what I mean, I can't say it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> now, he has a family, believe it or not, and he has a father, Henry Walton Jones Sr., and that's obviously the character played by Sean Connery. And his mother was Anne Mary Jones, and in the film franchise, up until The Last Crusade, she had unfortunately passed away. He has a spouse called Deirdre Campbell, Jones obviously, up until 1926. Marlon uh, Rainwood Jones is his spouse, apparently from 1957 onwards. We'll have to see how that goes in the up and coming film. Significant others are Wiley Scott from uh, Temple of Doom and uh, Elisa Schneider from The Last Crusade with Monty Walden as his fiance, but unfortunately she's classed as deceased. I didn't realize this, but Indiana Jones has more than just one child. He has a daughter called Susan Jones and a son, Henry Walton Mutt William Jones III Jr. son. And he also appears in Crystal Skulls. So we do have that connection there. Other relatives, he has a grandson called Spike, a granddaughter called Lucy. Now, these could be characters that are going to be featuring in the fifth Indiana Jones film as well. He also has a great-granddaughter called Caroline Jones, a great-grandson called Henry Jones, 
and a great-granddaughter called Anne Jones. So he's got two great-granddaughters and one great-grandson. Um, so there you go, that's a brief roundup and profile of the character of Indiana Jones. And I dare say we're going to see more aspects of his family coming to light in the fifth film, which is going to be released very soon. So without any further ado, here are some trivia points from the Indiana Jones franchise that I haven't spoken about already. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was released in, um, well, it was released on May the 24th in 1989. It has a runtime of 126 minutes and the budget was $48 million. It would then go on to gross $474 million. So it's always been one of those, um, a, a bankable franchise, even with the third and what people may thought at the time would be the final film. Moving on to um, the Crystal Skulls. The Indiana Jones movies are synonymous with animals as much as anything else. Now in the previous films they had to deal with problems with spiders not moving so they introduced a female tarantula on set to kind of get the male tarantulas to move. Snakes where they bought thousands of snakes and they actually used rubber hoses to simulate snakes in certain scenes. But for The Last Crusade, horses and uh, rats are going to feature here. Starting off with the rats, over 2,000 rats were bred specifically for The Last Crusade. And this is because if they had used, if you like, everyday common rats, then there was a likelihood of them rats being contagious with diseases. So they bred the rats for Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade specifically. And... I'd like to know what title or job title someone who breeds rats for movies is. <laughs> so uh, on to the next point. Thank you so much for stopping by and taking time out of your day to listen to Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast of movie trivia. If you enjoy the show, then please do consider subscribing. And if you are able to on whatever platform you're listening to me on, please do leave a comment and get in touch. Feel free to suggest future films on content or whatever whatever's on your mind leave it in the comment box where available now you can support me also on youtube by coming over to sci-fi fans on youtube and i'm also on tiktok links are in the description below if you'd like to purchase something then why not go to forbidden planet which is a mega store of pop culture every purchase that you make will give me a small commission which will help contribute towards funding this channel now if you're a little bit more adventurous then why not check out my books on amazon some of these are available for free if you have the Kindle Unlimited program. Again, link is in the description below. Thank you so much for listening to this self-promo. Enjoy the show. The final scene set outside of the temple features four horses. These four horses were the personal property of King Hussein of Jordan, and he actually loaned them to the production company for the film. Because of Steven Spielberg's commitment to Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, he had to drop out of two other projects. They were Tom Hanks' film Big and also Tom Cruise's film Rain Man. Ask anyone in show business and they will tell you the best things to avoid to work with are children and animals. For obvious reasons, I think, in some cases. But that's not the case for the Indiana Jones movies. As I've mentioned, animals have a prominent role in the film. 
two lions were uh, used in Indiana Jones in the uh, Last Crusade. And that is because they were nervous and they got very jittery around the shaky sets and the flashing lights. The only film in the Indiana Jones franchise to actually be recognised by the Oscars was the first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that hasn't stopped Oscar winners and Oscar nominations from being involved in the film. For The Last Crusade you had Oscar winner Sean Connery and Oscar nominees River Phoenix and Harrison Ford respectively. Another Oscar winner that's associated with the Indiana Jones franchise is quite obviously Steven Spielberg. But did you know that his favourite film out of all of the Indiana Jones films so far is The uh, Last Crusade? Without an Indiana Jones film on the big screen in nearly 20 years, some people may have been forgiven for thinking that the Indiana Jones franchise had kind of hit the buffers and there wasn't going to be any more movies. Roll on 2008 and Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls. Indiana Jones and Crystal Skulls was released on May the 18th in 2008 at the Cannes Film Festival and then it was released on May the 22nd 2008 in the United States. With a runtime of 122 minutes the budget for this particular film in the franchise was 185 million dollars. So the price has gone up nearly four or five fold since the last film but the returns have come back as being really good again and they've returned $790 million, nearly $791 million if you want to be a bit more precise. So again, the Indiana Jones franchise proved to be a bankable winner for whatever studio was releasing it. Now, of course, Indiana Jones is owned by Disney and we're going to have that fifth film coming out very soon. So here are some trivia points from Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls for you. Now, I'm not sure if this would happen, particularly with the current crisis with Ukraine, but Steven Spielberg actually employed former Russian soldiers for this movie because he felt that that was the only way that the Russian speaking characters would have genuine, authentic and sound authentic with the uh, Russian accent. This might not come as a surprise to many, but Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls is the only Indiana Jones movie in the franchise not to have been nominated for any Oscars at all. Surprisingly for me, at the time in 2008, the budget of $128 million was the largest budget that director Steven Spielberg had ever worked for. And I'm quite sure that um, since making Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls though, his uh, budgets have increased more than that in recent times. Something else that I find surprising is the um, Lucasfilm logo. Now I would have thought, and I'd have to re-watch all the films again to, rec to have recognised this, but Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls is the first Indiana Jones movie that actually used the Lucasfilm logo. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls marked Steven Spielberg's first return to Cannes since 1982's movie E.T. The Extraterrestrial. And that's quite a long time be between film festivals, isn't it? <laughs>
Red herrings and false leads are kind of a thing in modern filmmaking. In 2008 though, instead of calling the film Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls, they actually called the film Genre, and that was so that people wouldn't have any idea of what it was that they were filming. Thank you so much for listening to me waffle on for the last 10 minutes or so about Indiana Jones and the franchise. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you have, then please leave a comment where you can on whatever platform you're listening to me on. And also don't forget you can join me for daily content on TikTok, Sci-Fi Fans, SCI.FI1, or YouTube where I release content talking about the same sort of films that I do here on the podcast, but they're shorter, little like bite-sized episodes as well. So there you go, there's uh, TikTok and um, YouTube for you to go and investigate. And then come back here and tell me what you think. I will also be covering the fifth Indiana Jones film once it's been released. So if you're an Indiana Jones fan, and I hope that you are, you'll be coming back for uh, the next episode involving the, uh, the franchise. Thanks again for your time, and I will be back next week with another edition of the podcast where I'll be delving into The Lord of the Rings. Thanks again for your time, and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. All information in this podcast episode is researched by myself, Wayne Blinko. I use various websites such as IMDb, or official websites from actors, films or film studios. Thank you very much.